I kind of miss having an Xbox, honestly. No, you don't. It's garbage. Trust me. I mean, there's there's some things on Xbox I want to play still, like Gears. Dude, you want to hear something kind of crazy? If I just, you like, because you know, memories is why I liked Xbox. Should we should we save this for the podcast? Oh. Yeah, we might as well just start recording right now. Started. <laughs> <laughs> there's just no warning. Just started. <laughs> Like, now nah, here, guys, we're going to wait a couple, like, here we go, three, two, one, we're going. It's like, no, started. <laughs> yeah, now we're here. Take it away, host. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, quick introduction then, and we're just going to get back to our conversation. Today is going to be a day where we're probably just going to kind of shoot the breeze, so to speak. Uh, I'm your host, Joe, and I'm joined by Trevor, as always. And we are the Running an Empty podcast today. We also are featuring our very good friend and uh, founder of Running on Empty, Mr. Dalton. Hello, hello. Dalton, you're uh, the first third person podcast. A.K.A. Rudy Patootie. That's true. Um, so this is going to so be So yeah, we were just kind of talking about how um, Trevor here, he, he bought some uh, control freak like thumbstick things. And he didn't like that, like, one of them came and was, like, lower seated and the other one was higher seated. And, uh, so he just wanted both of the lower seated ones. And before anyone, if anyone in the comments is, like, says the same thing I just said, we already know what they're for. We know the higher ones for FPS. Yeah. You know, I also didn't, I also, let's be fair, I also didn't read the box where it says FPS. (laughs) In big letters, you didn't read that? (laughs) <laughs> no, there weren't really that big letters. They were, and I'm just like, oh, cool, purple. Like, I like this. It's gonna match my fucking controller. Yeah, they look really nice, and they're very grippy. Like, it because I actually have a big problem with like my thumbs eventually slide off mm-hmm. when I'm like, you know, holding forward. <laughs> Dude, I actually for the PlayStation Four controller, like they're just the original thumbsticks. I've never had that. Like with the PlayStation Three, I don't know if either one of you had that. You guys, I think mm-hmm. we're both 360 boys, right? Yeah. yeah, but I did play PlayStation 4 yeah. or 3. Dude, the PlayStation 3 had the worst thumbsticks for sliding off. I remember I would yeah. go to my friend's house. It was really And bad. we would play just in his living room sometimes. And usually when his parents came home, they would kick us off. But sometimes they would just like sit there and play on their phones. And one time his mom was watching me play. And she was looking at my hands because like, to, you know, to a parent, they don't understand like how fast your fingers are moving. And really it's not even that fast like when you're actually playing, right? But with the PlayStation 3, my thumb would slide off so often that I would, like, second nature, pick my, like, so you'd use your left thumb stick with with your left thumb, right? But I would, with second nature, use my index finger to catch it and then readjust my thumb. And I didn't even know (laughs) I was doing that until she pointed it out. She's like, what are you doing? Like, you look like you got a spider hand over there. (laughs) Because my thumb, like, would just slide off all the time so easily. It's called claw grip, mom. But the exact opposite was on the left hand instead of the right hand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you don't realize, like, after a while, like, how much stuff your hands are, like, doing while playing a game. Like, I've, uh, I recently started playing Smite again. Awesome. And, yeah, and I forgot how, like, it's been a while since I played a PC game where I'm doing a lot with, like, the WASDs and all the fucking, mm-hmm. like, like, the top row buttons. I'm like, man, I forgot just how intrinsic these games are. Yep. Dude, I... I never like realized a game like that until I started playing Zenyatta Overwatch. 
I was like, I've never hit so many inputs in one second. Or oh, one yeah. minute, dude. Playing Zenyatta, Overwatch, like, trying to learn how to use them. I was just constantly throwing orbs out. I was like... Yeah, unless you play Melee. Dude, yeah. Melee, yeah. Smash Melee is another game just like that. I was... Uh, <laughs> dude, I was like... Like, in cartoons... Or, not cartoons. Well, cartoons and TV shows where they're always dramatically just hitting 100 buns at once when they're playing games yeah. and they're moving back <laughs> yeah. and forth. But Melee players really do that. Yeah, it's a hundred percent. Every time you see someone playing a video game on TV, they must be playing competitive melee. They must be playing melee for sure, dude. They're like, they're like, damn it, I missed my L cancel. <laughs> True Lamau, bro. That yeah, that's that's how it is. Most games aren't like that, but melee and Overwatch and Yana, they do that to me. They bring the worst out of me. Yeah, playing Overwatch. Definitely, there's some times where uh, I felt like it just felt really cool to be pushing so many buttons. Like one thing uh, that I always did was when I was playing Overwatch, I mained Anna, and uh, I have a Steel Series um, Rival 500. I think is what it is. Like yeah. it's a, it's got a button, like just kind of one big fat button on the side. And then it's also got, like, a thumb rest, but they can become buttons if you, like, mm-hmm. click a certain thing. There's, like, a, a physical mod on the on the mouse for you to change it either from a thumb rest or a button. But I would always uh, do, like, the quick scopes and then the reload cancel with the melee. And so my, my thumb button was a melee. Right, um, hey, sorry about the beeping there on Discord, Joe. Your your guy like moved to the AFK channel there for a second. Wow, that's really annoying. So uh-huh. did I cut out there? Or... You no, you sounded good because you you went through Trevor's mic. Oh okay. So we're just gonna have to make sure we bop that every once in a while. Yeah, yeah. Um. Uh, but yeah, so it always felt really cool to like do like the quickly like the right click into left click into r and then cancel that with like the melee on the mouse felt so good and it looked really cool (laughs) dude it makes you feel cool when you're doing that stuff for sure so i don't know Dalton, have you ever seen the steam controller wow that's horrendous the steam controller no the steam controller okay basically let me hold this if you take it and compare it to like the dualshock 4 Okay. Where there, uh, there's only one stick. Can you do this? Yeah. Well, I don't. I don't have a reason. Basically, you have one stick, and it's the same place where your left your left stick would be on the Dual Shock. Where your uh, I don't know what it's called, but basically the directional butt pad. Okay. Is okay. Basically, is uh just a flat disc with like some angular buttons on it i'm gonna google this it's just called the steam controller yeah it's just it's just the steam link controller steam it looks like an xbox controller almost i'm gonna i'm sorry for the clicking clicking you might hear i well basically there's there's a point i want to bring to about this basically this controller looks and oh crap this thing looks looks like it would be impossible to play anything with yeah it really does looks like something I... i would never even consider using I want to get a contest going or like something going where we uh, stream it maybe where we all take we take we try to play super hard games on the Steam controller. That like sounds Dark Souls it or seems Super really... Meat Boy. I don't I don't know about this like the 
I almost like the the circular pad on the left thumbstick, but for the right oh. thumbstick, I feel like I need the buttons there. <laughs> I totally disagree with you. And the... then, uh, like, well, I mean, I'm holding one right now. Okay, well, I guess yeah. And then, yeah. So, and then also on the back of the controller, it kind of has like the scuff-like paddles, but there's just two big ones. I I like the the big ones, dude. I used like an actual scuff one time. Actually, Joe, when you and I went to uh, we, not, when we went to yeah. Nola, we got to use scuffs, and I didn't like how thin the button was. Like it's a like this is a hefty controller. Hefty boy. So, yeah, it's kind of it is kind of big, but it feels not too bad in the hands. But the like, I've I would say the big plus to it is like the the grip from like so as you would normally hold a. Uh, controller, you know, you'd have your index fingers on the top triggers, then your middle fingers on the triggers below that, and then, you know, your pinky and ring finger where would be, like, wrapped around the controller, which yeah. are also buttons on the back. Okay. That all feels really good. And so it doesn't feel like I'm going to drop the controller or need to adjust my grip ever. But the problem is with, like, these discs, like, like I said, the, the left thumbstick that you'd use to like move your character around in most games. Yeah. Um, that one feels like kind of, I guess, intuitive, but the right one, it's like your thumb naturally rests there to where the other stick would be. So for certain games, I feel like that would be super problematic because you'd have to move your thumb over to these tiny, tiny buttons over here. Yeah, just I feel like these are like half the size of an Xbox or PlayStation. Oh, they are. Yeah, just purely looking at it, here's what I see that I don't like. For one, the the actual like controller, like the arm, like the thing that you're wrapping your arms around, they, they go towards you. Where most controllers, they go away from you. And I feel like for me, that would hurt my palms after a while because it's kind of digging into the center of your palm, right? No, um, not really. That's just what it you, looks like to it's, me. It's surprisingly it, comfortable. Yeah, it looks like that, but it's actually it's it's a pretty comfortable controller. Okay. I just feel like playing most games, it's going to be a little complicated. Yeah. Well, yeah, the other I, big the glaring issue is what you're saying, like with the two big buttons and how they don't really they're not like solid buttons. They're just like big circles. That kind of reminds me of playing mobile. Like, I don't know if either one of you've ever tried to play like an FPS on mobile. The hardest thing is that you're not literally physically feeling the button, so you have to look where you're touching. Yeah. And this kind of gives yeah. me that vibe. Like, I feel like... I, I that, don't know. That's the worst the click part. click down, by the way, If in case you're wondering, it's not like some like the PlayStation touchpad in the center okay. of the controller. It's not like that where you just slide your thumb across. Like, it physically clicks down mm, okay. when you make an input. But my question is, like, if you push down and then roll your thumb around the perimeter... Like, does that register as, like, a big circle? Yeah, right. That's, that's, hmm. But I feel like it would be, like, say there's, like, a game in which, like, you have to, like, spin a circle really fast on on the directions. Sure. It feels like because it's so big, you have to go around farther than you would if you just used the thumbstick. So, I don't know. Like, my thumb, just from playing with this, like, right now, Mm-hmm. Like just kind of toying around with it. My thumb's already tired. <laughs> yeah, I'm not really like, that surprised, really. I just kind of looked up. I really am a fan of the triggers and paddles on this. I just kind of looked up some uh, games that, like, especially because they're like more like buttons and triggers. Sorry, go ahead. No, I'm just trying to see what games that like had released compatibility for the Steam controller. And the the list that pops up is what are the best plays to play with a Steam controller? 
<laughs> and the top three are the number one is Witcher 3, number two, oh boy. Portal 2, and what? then Portal, yeah, Portal 2, and the third one is Rocket League. It's like, hmm. I'm pretty sure there's a certain, like, type of game that this controller was, Dude, uh, like... Dude, Rocket League would work with this controller for sure. Yeah. I, I used like, to play a ton of Rocket League, and just let, let alone the two buttons on the back would provide a huge advantage for Rocket League players. The way that, I don't know if either one of you have played Rocket League, but the way you need to spin in air and have control over your car, mm -hmm. the buns on the back alone are a huge thing. And yeah, just, uh, I don't know. I just feel like it would be interesting like just to try and play some like stupid, like ridiculous games with this controller just because how... Uh, just, hey, I would like to give it a shot. Yeah, just to see what it does. Like, even if it's something dumb and like not maybe not like Dark Souls, like something like Super Meat Boy, which is like it's just, like the platformers that are just made to piss you off. Yeah, dude. So speaking of like, so how how I was just saying, like the worst part about mobile is that you can't actually see your controller or like feel your mm -hmm. buttons. Do what the most recent. I'm pretty sure Android could always do this, but with the most recent iPhone update, they made it so the PlayStation Four controller can connect to your iPhone. Oh yeah, that's uh going around. They're releasing a lot of stuff like that where you can start really? using. Uh, huh. I'm, like, I'm like, I'm waiting for them to add it to where I can start using my PS4 controllers or my PC. I don't think that's ever going to happen. What? No, that is already a thing. It's already a thing. Are you? I've never, I never you might it. have to download some sort of like driver adapter program or something, but you can even use GameCube controllers on your PC. So oh, I know, cause I've always just used use my Xbox controller. That's because it's Microsoft, so it's supported by, you know. Well, Speaking of a... I think it's just plug-and-play, too. Like, I think you don't even really have to download any drivers or anything for an Xbox controller. It, we don't. it is just plug-and-play, because I use my PlayStation controller on my PC every single day to play Call of Duty. Mm -hmm. It's just some games don't support it, is all. So, did you see... Did you guys see the apparent leak of uh, the DualShock 5s? No. No. It's... A it's allegedly. I'm trying to pull it up here, just so I can make sure I have my information correct. Just so I can make sure I have my information correct. But uh, <clears throat> basically, what I what I was seeing for the DualShock Five is, uh, I remember they said it was going to be slightly bigger. It wasn't mm. going to have the LEDs, and it was going to be USB Type C. Okay. I do. I like. I'm sure there's like some advantage with Type C, but I don't know what it is. But everything's moving to Type C. Well, one thing I really like about Type C is that you never plug it in upside down and then have to take it out. Like, yeah, which is nice for sure. You know, like USB ports, you like seventy-five percent of the time when you get a plug in a USB, it's upside down. It's upside like, down. Yeah, dang it! And then you put it in the right way, and then it turns out you actually had it the right way the first time. So then yeah, you had to. Or that happens, yeah. and then it's like some real. <laughs> That's a classic. Some real BS. That's the classic moves. Granted, it was this was only an apparent leak, so we don't know if this is for sure. But I kind of okay with it. Like the LEDs and the controller is not super important. It makes me. sense. The big thing I would change about PlayStation is their thumbsticks. Well, dude, the biggest thing with leaks like that, like for instance, I mean the P, like the thing goes with the PS5 leak. Like the PlayStation 5 leaked, but it's just a developer console, so it does not look the way it's actually going to look. Because when they send their console out to game companies to be able to start making games, they're not going to put all the money into it to make it look good when it's yeah, purely they got for... Basically... Yeah, like it doesn't look right. Like So the PlayStation 5 leak, in quotations, literally looks like a toaster. 
Yeah, it's the bare bones dev kit. Yeah. Yeah, it looks really weird. Yeah, it's so just that... like they're supposedly moving to cartridges or hmm. something like that. Well, Nintendo did it first. Well, basically, what I'm saying is the controller could, you know, it could be the same thing. It could just be a bare bones dev controller that uh-huh. we're seeing, you know? Because, I mean, if you think about it, getting a leak like that is hard to do because the only people who could leak it are the people who are working on it. And the people who are working on it, are they really going to risk their jobs to show you a leak? You know? Yeah, I, I don't think so either. That's I how don't I see know. It. But then again, I mean, we're in a new age in, where, in which, you know, a whole lot is possible with, like, hacking and such, you know? True. Yeah. It could be really simple just uh hop in and steal like get someone's information off the cloud like i wonder how much stuff is you know stolen and then leaked instead of like you know someone deliberately that works there is just you know i mean i see what you're saying but that's still like such like i feel like that's gotta be such a challenge to pull that off maybe maybe not i really don't know man i try not to like go ahead dalton i was gonna say the thing that's super excited about all that is that isn't it confirmed that the PlayStation 5 is coming out in holiday 2020? Uh, yeah. I think uh, it's both, confirmed. I think it's both Xbox and PS5 are going to be out next winter. That's, that's oh, incredible. so just about a year from now. Yeah, just about okay. a year now, the next generation of consoles Dude, out. when did the PlayStation 4 come out? Uh, Ooh. that was in 2013? Wow, dude, maybe, it's been maybe six 2012. Years? Yeah, or seven like that. years. That's like crazy. I I think it was 2013. Uh, yep, the PS4 came out November 15th, 2013. Dude, I remember very clearly rocking the PlayStation 2, playing Guitar Hero 3 in in my bedroom. Oh yeah, <laughs> like that's crazy. I'm excited, like because graphics are just getting more and more, like. 720p was a thing and then they're like can't get any higher than this and then you know 1080p comes out and then they're like can't get any higher than this and then we skipped all the way to 4000 well i feel well yeah um i feel like 1080p is still kind of like a a really good i don't want to say like it's the gold standard or anything but like it's it's super clear it's super clear. It's like the best bang for your buck kind of thing. Uh-huh. If you're playing in 4K and stuff, okay, more power to you. But like, I feel like 1080p is works just fine, like for real. Dude, um, yeah. It 1080p is perfectly clear. There, I have no issue with it mm-hmm. at all. Even 720 looks really good still, but yeah. 1080 is. I think it's just about as good as 4K. <laughs> It's just that 4K is, like, really, like, if you super, super care about graphics, uh, it's almost right. getting to the point where it's, like, just overkill and we don't even need it. Yeah. Oh, it's totally past I, that point, yeah. I mean, like, if I remember right, I want to say 1080 is about as high resolution as, like, the eye can see kind of ballparking. Mm-hmm. Dude. So, like, 4,000 is just overkill kind of thing. It's kind of like the like frames per second. Yeah, I and again, I could be totally wrong. That's just what like I heard a while ago, dude. So I'm about to say something crazy. I just need you to hear me out, right? Before, okay. I like sincerely with the whole 4K and 1080P and all that stuff. I like would not be surprised if and I'm just hear me out on this. If the PC master race starts to slow down, 
and consoles catch up. And the reason why I say that is because the PlayStation and the Xbox are complete, completely compatible with keyboard and mouse. Yeah. But the thing is between or with that is a con- like a PlayStation, like when you go, when you have a PlayStation 4 and you go to the store and you buy a game, you go buy your game and you come home and you play it. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about that. But if you have a PC, you're like, I have to check to see if my PC can even handle this game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's, that's not a thing on consoles. And the PlayStation 4 Pro, and I don't know what version of the Xbox, Xbox, I think 1X is what it's called, can handle 4K. And if you want to play a game in 4K, you're going to play a game in 4K. But for me, for instance, there's literally a 0% chance I can play a game in 4K unless I want to dump a thousand more a thousand more dollars into my already overly priced computer exactly and for that i just feel like like i don't really see why how consoles wouldn't take over i mean they're half the price it's really a money thing yeah that's That's why that's why it's called the pc master race right you know it's it's because if you can afford to do the pc gaming type of stuff where you know like you have the just amazing capacity to run games beautifully and smoothly and a higher resolution than consoles can. Yeah, it costs more money, but that's what like makes it the master race, quote unquote, is because, you know, it's like kind of lavish almost, I would say. Yeah, it well, kind of then, is. And but then you also don't have to like yeah, you have to constantly be upgrading your setup, but you have the ability to upgrade your setup yeah and customize it and everything like looking at somebody's pc rig is totally cooler than like look at my playstation it looks the same as everybody else's or maybe it has like a different skin but like a lot of of love and care goes into building a pc you know a lot of uh aesthetic taste and Mm -hmm. stuff can go into that you can really personalize it and make it your own thing right and like don't get me Uh, wrong i don't think that's ever yeah i don't think that's ever gonna go away well, just like like I said, like I I personally play on a PC because my my PC is stronger than my PlayStation Four because I have the original PlayStation Four, but just like with the PlayStation Four Pro is the current console, next year the PlayStation Five is going to come out, which means it has to run 4K because the PlayStation Four Pro runs 4K, so people aren't going to take a step backwards. If yeah, the PlayStation sure. Five can't run 4K, then no one's, or people aren't going to buy it as much if they're into that kind of stuff. But if you want to play like a 4K game on your PC, it's like you got to put two grand or more in. Mm-hmm. Where on the PlayStation Four, I can go to Walmart and pay four hundred dollars, and I don't have to build it. Yeah, I, I think s- also it just depends <clears throat> too on on what you're going to use your PC for. You know, I I still think that. Um, it's going to cost a lot more money for them to be able to produce like a console that can run in 4K and run things optimally. You know, it's going to jack up that price a lot higher. And then, well, the PlayStation 4 and the Xbox One X already do that, aren't they already at 4K 60 FPS? I they, I don't know. I'm pretty sure they are. I know they're I at have... 4K for sure. I don't know if it's 60 or 30 FPS though. That's the only thing I, I have don't know. to. I have to double check this because I remember reading that there was, I think it might be just for the Xbox, but they're looking into the ability to up to like for us to like add upgrades to the system. Now that would be pretty incredible. Do you know the funny, like, so the funniest thing for me about uh, (laughs) like diehard PC players is when they talk about their FPS, because it goes back to what you were saying earlier, Joe, about how 1080p is pretty much 
as much as the human eye can even handle. I'm pretty sure like 60 FPS is pretty much as much as the human eye can handle. And I love yeah. when PC players glow about their like 200 frames per second. I'm like, okay, like you can. The thing about that is like you can notice, um, when I now if again. I'm not trying to like talk out of my butt here. Uh, this is something that I heard from a really good friend of mine that I trust. So if I'm incorrect on this, I apologize. But apparently they did take some pro gamers and did like a test with them to see if they could just even tell the difference. Like mm-hmm. they showed them a screen and then they showed them another screen with like moving images and like the players couldn't tell you like how many FPS that was, but they could always tell you which one had a better frame rate, even though they were both 60 or above. Okay. Well, I mean, that makes sense then. I believe that. It's just interesting stuff. Uh, however, that was like professional gamers. So like you're They're, like cracked you out, know, you know, they're out of their it, minds. They've kind of, you know, they've spent a lot of time, you know, with their eyes, like looking at, things that are in higher or lower frame rates and stuff so dude I don't maybe know if... your mom or dad might not be able to notice that of course know? dude i don't know if you ever like whenever you watch like streamers or pro <coughs> players if you ever like look at sometimes i look at their eyeballs and i'll see how long it goes in between their blinks and i'm like <laughs> dude it's been three days <laughs> so i found i found the uh supposed specs they released on the new xbox okay. yeah so Let's say the release date, holiday 2020. It's got a custom AMD Zen 2 processor. The RAM is GDDR6. It's going to have a, some, have a custom storage space. It's not determined yet. It's going to have ray tracing. A maximum, a maximum Dude, ray of Ray tracing eight... on a console is intense, bro. That's actually super lit. Yeah, 8K resolution. And a, and a maximum of 120 frames per second. That's like that's like a super beast. Yeah. If you put all that into a PC, like, there's no way you're buying that for less than two grand. No, they're literally shoving some stuff in here. I don't know. Like, but uh, then again, we also don't know how true that leak is. But well, no, this was this, this the, the Microsoft announced this. Oh, my, so that is confirmed. So wait, what's the yeah, RAM again? Is, uh, the RAM is a GD DR6. And how much of it, though? It doesn't say. Is it? It just says GD DR6. Because like, I, I'm I think to, like I'm my PC has DDR4 RAM in it, so DDR6 yeah. is the next step up. I just wonder how much. I mean, obviously, there's got to be at least eight gigs of RAM, but I wonder if it's like sixteen or even thirty-two. Yeah, it's, they don't. They don't say for sure. That, like the numbers I gave is what they have. I know. Uh, let's see here. Da, da, da. The first thing I'm say the Zen 2 processor that Microsoft is promising could offer eight Zen 2 cores, 16 threads, and a base clock speed of 1.6 gigahertz. Yeah, that's that's very intense for a, a little console. Yeah, it's, uh, it'll be. And their their main focus are getting games to run at 4K at a ste- steady 60 frames per second. Do they get to put a price tag on that now, though? No, they have not put a price tag on any of this yet. Dude, was it the PlayStation They're... 3 or PlayStation 4 when they announced the price and everyone just was like, we're not paying that, to the point to where they had to lower it $100? Because 
Because that happened to one of those consoles. I don't know which one it was. But that was, was like it, a thing. Which ones were you saying? It was that either, either happened to what? It was either the PlayStation 3 or the PlayStation 4 where they announced the price and they're like, yeah, I don't think I th- so. I think it was the PS3. I think it was the I, PS3 I feel as like, well. I feel like it was the PS3 because I, I remember people even afterward they were like that's like literally just still so expensive yeah, the xbox one also launched with a super high price point yeah well this and what i'm talking about was one... before launch it's like when they like said the price before it came out and people were like we're not even gonna go sit in line for that bro yeah i think they're they're all pretty ridiculous i know uh, microsoft put out something recently because i remember it popped up within the past 24 hours that they're uh learning from their mistakes for their price point and are planning on putting this out at a more affordable rate than uh the xbox one at launch you the thing about this is that it seems like a really delicate balance between quality of the product yeah um you know affordability to the consumer and profit you have to juggle all three of those things Mm -hmm. you have to make a dollar yeah right but of course then again, a lot of people say that the real way that these consoles make their money is on games, not really the console the games, itself. Yeah. But you also have to think, you can sit there and sell games all day long, but at the end of the day, I mean, you're still offering to put out an 8K 120 FPS system? Like, yeah. okay, okay, how many <laughs> games do you have to sell to make up for that because that sounds expensive well yeah. here's like the thing with that though because i heard the same thing growing up before i even understood what money was because what my parents always told me is like we're paying 60 dollars for this game and that disc is like 10 cents to make you know and on yeah. top of that they don't even really sell disc anymore i mean there's so many digital copies so now like when they sell a game for 60 bucks i mean that's like 100 percent increase our profit obviously you know they got to pay the developers and all that stuff but you know what i'm saying that's like practically 100 percent margin profit well i mean yeah i see what you're saying it's really cheap to make a disc or whatever and probably even cheaper just to make a digital copy right and then all you have to do is just sell one activision game just release one activision game and they're making like call of duty every year is making stupid money like grand theft auto like i Tons of games. How much of a how much of a cut does Sony get though? Well, that's, you know, yeah, for every. Exactly. I don't know. I don't know all that, and you know what? To be honest, I don't really care either. I, I just know that, you know, they're they're offering us a lot, yeah. and I feel like uh, it might be a little bit of a challenge for them to deliver. But here's one thing I want to say really quick. Then, uh, if they do deliver, let's just say that like the Xbox comes out, boom. 8k 120 fps or at least 60 you know like bare bones minimum of course right games look games look amazing on it okay with like the ray tracing and everything frame rates don't drop what is nintendo doing then (laughs) dude freaking nintendo they made it so abundantly clear that they're not a part of the race (laughs) they're like the race the race at this point is playstation and xbox they're, Nintendo's like on their own racetrack, but like the only pre- people that they're competing against is not Xbox or PlayStation fans. It's their own fans. Exactly, dude. Yeah, they made just, that abundantly clear. 
Like, just, Nintendo fans are Nintendo fans, but even some of them are getting pissed off. I just picture Nintendo, mm. not that gif of, like, that kid that's on that go-kart that's just spinning in a circle. Have you guys seen that? Um, I'm not, no. No, I but know. I can imagine it. I but mean, I've hit a banana in Mario. Yeah, yeah it's like this. There's this kid <laughs> that's on this go-kart. I just picture, like, Nintendo, like PlayStation Xbox just speeding yeah. around this track, and Nintendo's just this kid in a go-kart that's just spinning <laughs> around in a no. circle. <laughs> They're on their own path in life. Yeah, even Game Freak, man, with, you know, the whole Pokemon Sword and Shield thing, they really made a lot of people upset. Now, I bet you, like, 90% of those upset people still bought the game, dude. Of I course. Bet, I'm betting, dude, this is probably their best-selling Pokemon. Dude, it's, like, the same thing with, like, um, like, just their online service alone is ridiculous. You know, like... Now, that I don't know if I agree with. What do you mean? It's so cheap. I know, but that's the thing. Like, they made it so cheap because I just feel like they don't want to try to make a good service. It is cheap, but its effectiveness is also cheap. Like, I would rather I think... pay 60 bucks a year, like I do on PlayStation, and get a good service. I think the issue for me <laughs> isn't, like, I don't know. I haven't had too terrible of a problem with any of nintendo's servers or whatever like i mean playing smash bros like yeah there's some games that are like super laggy but like at the end of the day like it's actually improved a lot more than i thought from what the wii u was capable of which was terrible uh, and yeah, yeah it, it doesn't have a lan port like you have to buy an adapter for that which is which stupid is, i wish nintendo. that we wouldn't have to ever say that <laughs> i wish that but, I, now, here's the only thing I'm wondering is like, is the reason it doesn't have a LAN port is because you can, in the middle of playing on your TV, pick up the game and go outside with it? Probably. You know what I mean? Because, like, if that is the case, like. Well, no, that can't be the know. case because I do have the LAN adapter. And when my Switch is docked and I go to my internet connections, it says wired. And when I pick it up, it just goes to wireless. There's no like, cutout. Really? I've done it. I've done it. Ever since Pokemon came out, I've probably done it 10 times. Like, while, like, I'm talking to uh, Cody, we're, like, playing a Pokemon battle. I just pick it up. No issue. Hmm. Well, I do know that, like, one issue that they've stated is that, um, like, so porting different games, you know, or, like, creating a game for the Nintendo Switch can sometimes be challenging because you have to be able to make that game game switch seamlessly between 1080 and 720p mm-hmm. because the handheld version only handles 720 right so yeah. you know it's two different resolutions that game has to switch between and make the player not really notice mm-hmm. well, right and that's just like uh i feel like is that like really a challenge or is it just a pro like a tedious process though you know uh, I mean, yeah, I, I mean, either way, though, the point is that it takes a good amount of time and effort, you know, to make that happen. It I may be, not be difficult, but it may be very time consuming. I'm yeah. not really sure. Yeah, but I think one big thing is that I don't think Nintendo has Netflix or Hulu or anything like that. You know, I think they're supposed to. I have no idea. I have not uh, looked at that. And at I, all. That's the other thing, though, is that like Trevor just said, like, oh, I think they're supposed to like. I feel like we get this kind of talk all the time, like, oh, like, 
we don't have it yet, but like the but switch gonna... is going to da da da. And like here we are in one year, we're gonna have the next gen of consoles for their you know competitors. Yep. And then like they're uh, they're like, hey, we finally got YouTube. Like, <laughs> and PlayStation's like, and Xbox uh... are like 8K. 3000 fps yeah, like the, the new the new xbox is gonna have like gears of war 10 by hideo kojima and then like <laughs> nintendo is gonna be like we just released mario party 3 mario or we just released skyrim for the nintendo switch <laughs> dude you know it's actually a perfect perfect uh thing for that literally they're like, Nintendo Switch is like, hey, guys, we are now capable of playing Overwatch. One week later, Overwatch 2 is announced. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh, dude. It literally is, like, that. It's. I know it's funny, but, like, that's actually, like, how it has been for so long now. Oh, dude, that's currently, actually so uh, funny. Currently, the Switch has all streaming services but Netflix. Oh, huh. really? Yeah. So it does have Hulu? Yeah, apparently it has Hulu. Okay, that's actually deal. really good. Do they okay. have the new Disney so, Plus? That that improves my opinion quite yeah. significantly yeah. of them. It but for some reason, it doesn't have Netflix, and it was just like mentioning Hulu Live TV. But I mean, they're saying it ha- the only thing it doesn't have is Netflix. It does have YouTube. Does it have Disney Plus? I didn't. I didn't check. It was a well, it was a dated article at this point. But dude, can we talk yeah, about see, Disney Plus in a little bit after just point here? Yeah, yeah, we can. I was just going to say, like, see, I think uh, one thing that Nintendo has over Sony and Xbox is, like, they have the potential to be, they are, like, the most family-oriented kind of thing, mm-hmm. but they have the potential to actually also be the most useful to a family as well because of the Joy-Cons and everything. Like, oh, they yeah. just make everything... One thing Nintendo does really well, I'm going to say the Nintendo Wii is an exception to this because they they really try. Um, But they innovate their controllers and everything in, like, Mm. really smart ways. Yeah. The Nintendo Wii was a really good idea, but I feel like it didn't work. Like, and the Joy-Con is everything that the Nintendo Wii mode should have been. The Joy-Con is awesome. Well, I feel like, you know, on that note... Not so much for, like, gaming, but for, like, casual gaming, it's amazing. And for, like, navigation and everything, it's great. Well, the way you say that kind of makes me want to say, like, Nintendo's even one step behind on themselves. Like, how you're saying the Wiimote is everything the Joy-Con should have been. And if you think about, like, the Switch... No, the opposite of that. The um, Joy-Con is everything the Wiimote should have been. Okay, yeah, sorry, that's what I meant to say. And if I'm if we're on the same page yeah, here, the, Wii, the, the Switch, sucks. the Switch is what the Wii U wanted to be. Yeah, you know although I didn't, ma- I didn't really mind the Wii U. I kind of liked the whole tablet thing. I, but dude, yeah. I hate it. Like when I got the Wii U, I had the intent. Like I thought it was what the Switch is today. I was like, that is the coolest thing ever. No, the Switch is just so much better though. Um, in like every way. I will say the Pro controller is one of my favorite controllers. It's absolutely my favorite I, I, controller. I, I love the Pro Controller. Yeah, oh, dude, I, I I would play basically every game but Smash on that controller. I I regret I not getting one. Yeah, like I was dude, a. It's the HD Rumble is so so cool. It's just like, like, I, was, I don't know. Go ahead, Trevor. I was, sorry. I was I was looking at Switches the other day because I was like gonna pick one up again. Like, and I was at Best Buy. They had the Switch Lite and the Switch, and I'm like, why would I get the Switch Lite? I like the option of playing on my tv yeah i think the switch light is definitely for like 
like well the switch light kids with like little brothers the switch the switch light is the switch without docking capabilities yeah really and it's a hundred dollars yeah, cheaper just, and the joy comes don't come off and it, yeah it doesn't oh work. hell no dude exactly yeah, it's the whole it's definitely like a little brother switch. scenario yeah the switch light is definitely like a little brother like like a mom buys it for like the kid and then the little brother wants to play and like fine let's get you your own but we don't want to pay full price so here's the light so I no. like I like the Hell docking because no, I like I liked playing Zelda on my TV. Like I liked having the option. Like absolutely, that controller though, the Pro controller, it just feels so right. Mm. You have a uh, right and left button, and then where right and left trigger should be, it's buttons again, which I love so much, dude. <laughs> yeah, I love having buttons instead of triggers. I hundred like, percent agree with that. It's been a while since I held one. I think they're they're, they're a little heftier than other they, controllers. Yeah, they feel like the perfect weight yeah, like, too. I like it's it. not too light, not too heavy. Yeah, I like the controllers a little bit heavier. Like maybe not so much as like the old school Xbox controllers, which are just like a free. Yeah, it's not bricks. a brick, but it does have <laughs> yeah. a comfortable weight to it. Yeah, it's it was nice. You know, like it feels good to hold. Like you're actually holding something. Yeah. It's heavier than the PlayStation controller. I don't yeah, know. I like I'm a super sure. light controller, yeah. but that's just me. I think if I could hunt down the Switch that has uh, the... Because when Diablo was released on the Switch, they released a Diablo like Diablo Switch version that had like, certain designs on the Joy-Cons and the dock. If I could hunt that thing now, I would buy it like yeah. instantaneously. The other thing, too, is that, like, okay, so when you grip a controller, take Xbox... Oh, excuse me. Take Xbox or PlayStation, for example. When you grip a controller where your ring finger sits, like that kind of pressure point just below where the triggers are. Right. That always, like, ends up hurting my hands, or, like, my grip always hurts when I'm playing, like, Call of Duty. doesn't matter if it's Xbox or PlayStation. Definitely worse with PlayStation, in I'm my like, opinion. I'm the... However... I'm... Go ahead. With the Switch... Yeah. However, with the Switch, dude, my hands yeah. never get tired playing yeah. that. It has such a comfortable grip. The stick layout is like the Xbox, which I personally really like. Mm -hmm. And the buttons all just feel like they're never going to wear out. Uh -huh. They just all feel great. With the PlayStation 4 controller, which I know is all uh, by many accepted, you know, it's accepted by many mm -hmm. is what I mean to say, to mm -hmm. be a great controller. The buttons on that feel like they can gum up and stick so easily. Yeah, and the switch just does not have that. I know. I, I was saying earlier how much I love my because uh, my new PS4 controller because I just bought that electric purple one. Yeah, I had a thing the other day. And I don't know it's because I was like messing with her or not. My stick, like my right, my left stick. Every time I would push it forward, it would just get stuck in the forward position. Dude, that's, for... dude what you guys are saying? Like none of that stuff's ever happened to me on my PlayStation well, controller. I mean, I've like I like messed with the stick and like it's never happened again. But it was just like yeah. a random thing. Like I have a couple of things like on uh. My first the PlayStation controller I bought, like not the one that came with my original PlayStation, the first one I bought yeah. after that. My triangle button is a little gummy and it doesn't quite yeah. respond as well. That happened like, to me too with PlayStation Four. Yeah, yeah, mine gums up. It's gummed up twice now. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. crazy. That stuff never I, happens. I play to me. it. I play it less than my Switch. Dude, I have like Joe knows this personally. My hands when I touch a controller, literally are like a sweatshop. Like, oh yeah, me too, man. Yeah, I don't know why. We both had that problem when we played Smash, if you remember. I like do. mine would get kinda like yucky looking my no, super, GameCube controller. Super gross. But my PlayStation 4 controller, like 
I've had the same controller forever. Mine's never gunked up. Well, I'm not saying like it's like broken doesn't work. I'm like you can feel it's a little like weird, but it doesn't like respond to the Yeah, like it still works, but it doesn't you, you can't feel the actuation point. Hmm. But that was only in one controller. Like I've had other controllers here that I've had almost just as long that work just fine. But yeah, I would say PlayStation personally for me is my least favorite. Then I like Xbox a little more, but really it's just because I think the stick layout feels better to me. Mm-hmm. And then number one is by far and away blows all the competition out of the water. The Nintendo Switch Pro controller. It's got mm-hmm. the HD rumble. It's got buttons instead of triggers, which I am a huge fan of. The grip feels just so comfortable. Uh, all the buttons you can really feel like when you push it, you know, you hit the button mm-hmm. kind of thing. Like your fingers aren't going to like slip off of it or anything. My hands don't get very sweaty when I'm holding it. I don't know why, if it's like something with the material, but Mm. I sing nothing but praises for the Nintendo Switch Pro controller. It's $10 more than a PlayStation or an Xbox controller these days. That's the only reason why I I don't have it. I think it is so, so superior to them in basically every single way. Dude, that's the reason why I don't have it, dude. The $70 price point is, it hurts. It hurts real good. Um, But what I was going to say, like how you're saying the triggers aren't triggers, they're buttons. Dude, Mm -hmm. like, controllers only have the trigger function mostly because of racing games, you know? And I feel like most controllers should have the buttons, and then you should have to pay extra for the racing controller, not the other way around. Yeah. Because how many people do we know? I see what you're saying. Yeah, like... There are a thousand to one games compared to racing games, and that's really what triggers are for is for a racing game, so you can accelerate just halfway compared to full-on accelerate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You want to hear something because really in, crazy? Because in a you... shooter, they mod controllers sometimes, right? To have, like, uh, yeah. basically, that's what I was they about... mod them to have a point in which, like, the, the trigger stops, like, way earlier than it normally would. Yeah, dude, my Xbox 360, I got to the point to where... I modded a controller myself. I literally, this is the most jank thing ever, but it worked. I took my Xbox 360 controller, and I found where the triggers would actually activate. Because I was playing Call of Duty, so there's no, you don't have to pull it all the way down. Just as soon as it activated, and I marked it, like with a little knife or whatever, like a cut. Because it's a black controller, I couldn't mark it with a Sharpie. So I marked right where the activation was. And then I went out to my garage, and I screwed a hole into the trigger, and I glued in... Or I screwed and glued in a screw. And then I went upstairs and I had my own trigger stop. Just because yeah. the amount Did of... Did it work? Yeah, it worked. It worked flawlessly for like three years. That's awesome, like, actually. Mm. Is that You said PlayStation 3? That was the Xbox 360 controller. Oh. Because, like, this the amount of time, like, obviously, you know, we're... Kind of, like, you could say from the outside looking in when you don't know what we're talking about, we're exaggerating... But when you're actually playing, like, a shooter game, the amount of time you're wasting, like, pulling down the trigger all the way, especially, like, on a semi-automatic gun, is kind of a lot of time, and it adds up. In a fast-paced game like Call of Duty, or I'm sure there's other shooters, like, Pretty much any shooter. Pretty much any shooter. Yeah, but, like, Call of Duty is obviously, like, the big one. Right. But, yeah, like, those, like, fractions of a second actually matter a lot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And... Yeah, I I totally agree. Like, if I were super into Call of Duty, I would totally get a scuff. Yeah, I 
I was looking at a scuff the other day, just like, well, maybe it'd be cool just to have and try out. But that, they, I, I think scuff controllers are actually really great. Dude, that's another thing. Like scuff controllers are like so cool, but I'm like super. I try so hard not to spend any money, and so I try to play claw. And if you don't know what claw is, it's where I know you guys both do. But I'm saying for anyone listening, basically instead of holding your controller how you normally would hold it, or how you'd have your index fingers on the top triggers. You would move your index finger down to your faceplate buttons. Your on PlayStation 4, your X triangle, circle, square, or on Xbox, your A, B, X, Y, and then you'd use your middle finger on your trigger. And what that does is just makes it so you never have to take your thumb off the thumbstick, which is the whole point of a scuff is not ever having to take your thumb off the thumbstick. But because of this, literally, I can crack my middle f- finger whenever I want like unhealthily like it sometimes will just crack <laughs> and i'm gonna have the worst hand pain when i get old because of this but scuff controllers are like 150 bucks for i think the that's basic... a myth it i think that's be. a myth dude i hope it is dude but like a scuff controller the minimum is like 150 bucks or something like that yeah, yeah they're they're pricey but uh i mean if that's what you're into i'm pretty sure like a lot of top oh, players and everything down. like I'm absolutely yeah, they, not shooting. They really down. recommend it. <clears throat> my... it's like, go ahead. No, no, I was gonna say like my thing is like I want I really, I really want a scuff. What am I gonna do? I'm gonna buy a scuff to like play big ass RPGs with. Yeah, you yeah. definitely don't need one. You, you know, thing, like, unless you're a game that kind of requires a scuff, like. Well, my thing know. with not getting the scuff, even, so I don't ever break controllers. But in my opinion, like if you're gonna pay two hundred dollars for a controller, what happens if it breaks, right? You're gonna have to pay another two hundred dollars. Plus, you're gonna have to wait two weeks to a month for it to come in. Well, and then, I'm sure they have warranties, dude. Yeah, I'm do sure, we get like... away for it to? Okay, well, regardless, you have to wait for it to come in. In my opinion, if my controller breaks, breaks, I can drive ten minutes to GameStop and buy another controller. Yeah, you can, but like, I mean, even you yourself just said like you've never had a a button gum up. So like, how many times have you had a controller actually break? True. I don't know. I just that's just like the that's how you those, know? those are the arguments and, I have to myself. And scuff is like you know kind of come into its own, you know what's the term like come into itself or whatever like as a brand. Uh-huh. And so I feel like they're probably have a great return policy or like you know yeah, just, if anything's not working you know within the first 60 days or whatever you know like, no questions asked send it back we'll fix it or we'll send you a new one or da 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 i'm sure they have you. probably a really good policy on that kind of thing well and it's more directly with xbox and i think playstation too because you know they're kind of like the biggest right now i would say in terms of like modded controllers oh, and stuff so like even though yeah. xbox tried to make their own version with well like no the stuff helps them whatever you know the scuffs but scuff controllers are still just straight up better yeah you know speaking of a uh, random rants about controls you know razor made console controllers no i didn't yeah i, just I probably up, like, knew that i, th- I think they, if i would have seen do it in fact have rgbs <laughs> Oh, oh that's really goodness. beautiful, actually. Yeah, the Xbox I like the look of that. Dude, you want to see something funny? I actually, I used to, I emailed one time Scuff, and I said, like a long time ago, like right before RBGs took off, and I said, what if you guys made an RBG controller? And they never emailed me back. What? I swear, dude. I was like, can you guys at least email me back with the denied? <laughs> like, go away, <laughs> loser. I thought that would have been a good idea. 
Oh, so, uh... Yeah, well, here's the thing, is with the Razer controllers, I don't think any of the buttons are RGB, but, like, there's kind of, like, some sort of outline thing that's RGB. Yeah, so, like, yeah, like the, for, like, the PS4 controllers, like, that little, like, faceplate that it has that you can, that's also a button. Yeah. The RGBs are built, yeah, they're, like, they're built in, like, around it underneath that. It, like, outlines that part, and then it's RBG. Yeah, and the Xbox logo on the Xbox controller, that is RGB as well. Oh, but it would be really, really sick, dude, if the buttons were clear in RGB. Oh, with be... the, yes. Or, like, not clear, but, like, just the ABXY was clear. Yeah. 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 But uh, also, since we were talking about it uh, a little bit ago, scuff controllers do come with warranties. I, f- I mean, I Yeah, figured I would. figured they had yeah. to have. Yeah, they come with a... It's a six-month warranty, and all accessories come with a 30-day warranty. It's just, like, in my eyes, they don't, like... Because I try to talk myself out of buying expensive stuff. I just, like, didn't want to get so used to this controller, and then if it does break, and you have to wait a whole month for it to come back in, it's, like, playing without that much of an advantage is drastic. It would be worth looking into to see if, like, they allow the warranty to be used at other, like, for it to be redeemed at retailers that sell the controllers. Like, you turn in the controller to them. That's another thing, yeah. They send it off to get fixed, and... You get yeah, like something. I, I just seriously doubt anything's gonna happen to your controller. I think it's well worth the risk. Yeah, because right. I mean, what? You're paying really good money. Scuff knows that. Wait, you you're know? paying sixty five dollars for a PS for a dual shock for right now. Yeah. Right. Well another thing is like when I had this argument with myself, this was before GameStop carried scuff controllers, you know? Because like yeah. now you can just go to GameStop and buy a scuff. Like the scuff yeah. vantage. Or whatever. Yeah, like I'm pretty sure the scuff controllers also come with cases to put the controllers in. Uh, you have to pay for it, but they, there are it cases. Yes. Yeah, so it's like you're getting a nice, you're, you can get a nice case to put it in, protect it. Like, but then again, if this is anyone's call, if you want to get a scuff, get a scuff. Yeah. They're, they're not if required. you don't have the money, I'm not going to dump on you. They're expensive. But if you do, and it's something that you think that you would really get a lot of value out of, then yeah, I mean, definitely would recommend. Dude. Also, if I could, mm-hmm. uh, I would like to give a shout out to Battle Beaver Customs because I went to, um, what was it, Big House uh-huh. Nine, and um, yeah, Big House Nine. Mm-hmm. I bought a silver GameCube controller. They had like a like you know kind of tote box full of the silver GameCube controllers. It was like, hey, how much are they? I think they were like forty dollars or something for mm-hmm. them. And the guy was super nice at the counter. And he was like, these are have all been hand tested. You're welcome to test them before you buy it. You're welcome to buy it. If anything goes wrong with it, we will come and bring it back to us. We will fix it for you. Like no charge or whatever. It's pretty uh-huh. awesome. Um, gave me a business card. They were so cool over at that little, they just had like kind of a little stand open. They did also cable braiding too for gamecube controllers which is kind of a big deal because a lot of controllers is a huge deal for gamecube specifically. A lot, yeah they're these days everything's wireless but gamecube you know like with mm-hmm. melee which is the big one man like mm-hmm. you gotta have you know your controller in working condition your controller has top. to be in perfect condition at yeah. all times they will mod they will mod your controller in several different ways like I, stuff that i can't even explain but if you're a melee player and you haven't heard of Be- battle beaver customs definitely check them out 
But yeah, the thing about the cable braiding is everybody else there that was doing controller mods, they were just so much cheaper than mm. than uh, anybody else. Mm -hmm. So yeah, Battle Beaver Customs had a great price. I've used that controller now for uh, <laughs> has it been about two months or so? It's been and like uh, eh, maybe not quite, but somewhere in that neighborhood. Everything has been working perfectly. I couldn't be more pleased, and like I would definitely do business with them again. Dude, Battle Beaver's like always been kind of in the Call of Duty scene, but not really. They definitely are way more into the Smash scene, just because Scuff yeah, is not in the Smash scene. They're just one of the yeah. only, you know, Game brands, controller brands. I guess. Yeah, like brands or whatever that that will do GameCube controllers. Yeah, but, but Battle Beaver's like starting to get back into the Call of Duty scene, and what they did was instead of trying to find teams to sponsor, they just started sponsoring individual players. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's been kind of cool to see like some of these like controllers that are coming out, like just for individual pro players. I know uh, Control Freak was also at um, Big House Nine, mm -hmm. but again, man, like. Yes, their controllers look really cool because they're like very like they're hand painted and everything. A lot of them, but I don't know. I was just like, look, here's the original platinum GameCube controller refurbished to perfect working condition with like yep. literally a guarantee. And mm -hmm. you know, I I had such a good experience that you know, despite if you're looking for something super custom, like yeah, go to Control Freak, I guess, but. Even uh, Battle Beaver, they have really cool, like, you know, those the old Game Boys that were, like, the see-through purple? Yes, mm -hmm. yes, I've they seen have, this on their they, website. Dude, they can make your buttons look like that in all kinds of different colors. They can make, they can put LEDs in them. They can make the shell look like, mm -hmm. the controller shell itself look like that kind of see-through purple. They have different colors and stuff. It's, like, super Now, awesome. yes, most of them are just solid colors and everything, and nothing too crazy. I think they had some that were like a red controller with like a Mario logo on it and some green ones with Luigi. Mm -hmm. But if you're not looking for anything like too super fancy or whatever on a GameCube controller, you just want something that looks nice and operates very well. Yeah, I would say look no further, man. Battle Beaver. They, they were just so good, good to everybody, too. They were like super friendly course dude yeah they're they're great i uh i wonder if they wonder if they're gonna ever do anything with like switch controllers i've heard that uh i don't know if you guys have ever watched i'm sure you have austin john plays he's a so. uh youtuber I don't and recognize. uh he he does a lot of pokemon stuff definitely mm -hmm. check him out he mm -hmm. he does good coverage of uh pokemon because i mean I subscribe to him because he's basically one of the only like just not cringe, <laughs> even though I hate using I hate using that term. But like, seriously, Dude, out, out yeah. of all the Pokemon YouTubers, so many of them are just so cringy or like gimmicky. Well, and he's just so real. But yeah, like he. Uh... Sorry, what were you going to say, Dalton? I was going to say, while we're on the topic of shot, shouting everything out, I, w I really want to talk about Disney Plus. Do either one of you guys have it? Trevor does. Yeah, I have it. Dude. We watched um a what was it? Toy Story little short yeah. thing called Sporky Ask a Question. I seen that I but think. I didn't watch it. Dude, Disney Plus. Oh, dude, is it's so super funny. Amazing. Yeah, I mostly used it to uh, mostly watch The Mandalorian so far. Dude, I was like Yeah, I really do want to see it. 
I started watching last night. I started watching The World According to Jeff Goldblum. How was that? Oh, it was wonderful. It's really just this first episode of him just going on about sneakers for like half an hour. Oh, yeah. Dude, it's so awesome. Like, Taylor was asking me for it, and I was like, I don't really want to pay for another subscription. And we looked it up to see the pricing. And if you just buy the basic package for it's only six ninety nine, dude, the amount of content yeah. you get for six ninety nine a month, like I'm surprised Netflix hasn't just closed down by now. And Hulu Plus, and all of them, bro. Well, here's, here's the thing. Who's also owned like who's also owned Disney and get like a Disney Plus add on for Hulu for like three dollars extra a month. Yeah, you can. Yeah, the Hulu and ESPN Plus uh, twelve yeah. ninety nine a month. You get all that in Disney Plus. Here, here's my challenge, really quick, because mm-hmm. I'm a gamer, okay. And e- even if you do convince me, I probably won't buy Disney Plus just because I'm I really cannot afford it right now at this point in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, but okay, I mostly play like a lot of video games. You know, like why would I want Disney Plus? Isn't it just like mostly a bunch of Disney movies? And like, let's just say for sake of example, like I care about the Mandalorian, right? Like, mm. and I want to see it. Am I willing to pay six ninety nine a month to watch the Mandalorian? Like, well, I mean, your gonna, argument's kind you know, of. In my let me, I'll go first, and then Trevor can go. In okay. my opinion, because I'm a gamer just like you, I would say your argument there. What you're saying is kind of invalid because you're saying I'm a gamer. Why should I get Disney Plus? But you could say the same thing. I'm a gamer. Why would I get Netflix? I don't think you can compare that. That's like comparing apples and oranges. I think you should say, "Oh no, no, no! I'm a like I love watching Netflix. Why would I pick Disney Plus over Netflix?" Sure, then I will make that argument. Why would I pick Disney Plus over Netflix when Netflix has an enormous library of movies that I can watch? Disney Plus is only going to have stuff it owns, which granted is a lot, but like Uh if I'm not into Disney movies, really, you know, I don't. Let's say that I'm a person. I don't really care about Moana. I don't really care about you know the Lion King or Cinderella. I maybe like a little bit of Star Wars and I might watch all of those movies, you know, over again. But like for the price of six ninety nine a month seems a little steep since all I wanted to do was care about the mm-hmm. Star Wars stuff, you know? I mean, that's kind of the foot I was in. It's like, okay, I really want to watch Mandalorian, but it's also besides that, all the Star Wars movies are going to be on there. The Star Wars cartoons are going to be on there. The documentaries are on there. I know that we're still missing two movies, but that's because Netflix still has them right now. Yeah. Um, all the Marvel movies are, are going to be on there. The ones that are on there, there's some that are still on other streaming services and on mm-hmm. other channels right now. Yeah. So they're not all on there yet. But they're going to start releasing more like Marvel shows out there. They're going to be like tie-ins and basically move the MCU f- f- forward. There you have like old old cartoons like Gargoyles. Gargoyles is on there. Oh, that's pretty cool. Uh, it's got the old Spider-Man cartoons. It's gonna have it has all those old like X-Men cartoons that we grew up mm-hmm. with. Like a lot of it's a very it's kind of got like a nostalgia factor going on. Hundred percent nostalgia okay. factor. There's, like, there's this. all these old cartoons I used to watch like Saturday morning or whatever I saw them. Yeah, they're all on there. Yeah, for me, yeah. it's the Marvel stuff and like how Marvel's gonna be coming out with these series soon. That's gonna tie into the universe. Mm-hmm. So that's enough for me, honestly. Plus all the other Marvel movies, like I can watch pretty much all the Marvel movies over and over again. Now, does Disney Plus have a one month free trial? As a one week free trial. One it's week. It's a one week free trial. Mm. Yeah, that might be. See, I feel sure. like if they did a one month free trial, like I think Netflix does that. Well, here's I think 
I have no idea. My guess why they would do the one week over the one month is because usually if you do the the trial, most people it, this is just this is me completely hypothesizing here. I none of this is fact. My guess is that if you're going to free trial, you had full intentions of paying for it anyway, but you're just going to take your free trial just to get free time. I don't f- yeah, I see what but, you're saying. I... But, well, hold on. A lot of people, though, not a lot, but some people are just going to continuously make free trials with new email addresses. So I feel like the reason why they're doing the one week instead of the one month is to make it harder for them. Because could be. I don't know many people for anything ever was like, yeah, I just did the free trial just to test it out, and I ended up really liking it, so I got it. I feel like most people have already decided they're going to pay for it it's just the free trial they just accept the freeness of the free trial that could be the case i mean i'm a little bit different to where like i don't know man like i wish it was like a month by month subscription but not like it just automatically renews because for example like crunchyroll is an Mm -hmm. anime subscription you know you can like I get into moods where, like, I want to watch some anime and then, like, you know, I'll binge watch, like, a series or something. But, like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm just not into it enough to, like, watch it all of the time like to money. really get my money's worth. And that's kind of what I'm afraid with with Disney, too, is because, like, Netflix has, like, a lot of TV series on there, which I'm pretty into. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, like, as far as movies go, like, I'll maybe watch a movie here and there. You know, but like not, not really. I really like your point there. I think. <coughs> yeah. Go ahead, Trevor. No, no, no. You go ahead. I I really like your point. I think that if they made it to where you could just do a month by month and not have automatic renewal, that would really it was like what you just said. Like sometimes you're in the mood to watch Disney, sometimes you're not. In my case, my wife Taylor is like literally can watch Disney all day every day. Like yeah. she'll probably never watch Netflix again now that we have Disney Plus. And most and homes great have kids her. and those kids are gonna watch Disney. But I agree with yeah. you, like a household like with you, you're like I can see what you're saying. Like just but let me just pay for it month by month. I'll pay for it this month because I'm in the mood to watch it, but maybe next month I'm not in the mood to watch yeah. it. And I won't be in the mood for five more months. But then on that six months I'll be in the mood again. And I don't want to pay yeah. for six months, I just want to pay for the two months that I'm in the mood. So, yeah, and exactly. And so that's why I think one month trial would be Mm -hmm. really good for Disney Plus. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. But like someone like me personally, I'm sure you're right. There are probably people that make new accounts all the time. I don't know of anybody that does that, but, you know, that's not something I would do. Like I just legitimately like I just want one month, you know, to try it out and just see if I even like it. Because if a month goes by and I'm like, oh, dude, I forgot Disney Plus. Like, well, uh, I watched those three episodes of those reruns of Gargoyles from my childhood. <laughs> I watched one Disney, you know, whatever. Like, well, I watched The Fox and the Hound again, and then I forgot about it. Like, Let me hit you with this scenario. What if they allowed you to do a month-by-month, month, it was not automatic renewal, but they did not ever give you a free trial of any sort would you pay the 6.99 like for one month i yeah i would pay the 6.99 to try it and then if i didn't like it i'd just be like okay well you know i paid seven bucks to watch 
a couple movies, which you pay seven bucks for going to the theater anyway. So you could definitely get your money's worth out of like that big, like first rush. Cause right. You know, once you sign up for something in, you know, whether you pay seven bucks or you're on a free trial, you're going to use the service mm -hmm. at first. Absolutely. But then if you decide like, okay, I pretty much got everything I wanted out of this actually already. Like I don't need to be subscribed to this anymore. Why don't you just go through and hit the, just cancel it. I mean, you can. It's just kind of a it's hassle. Just you have to remember to cancel like. yeah. it. I don't know. Yeah, because they always I mean, make you give your credit card. That's kind of how I am with Crunchyroll right now. Like, I got it, so I got to watch a bunch of stuff like One Piece. And I've forgotten about it because I started, like, watching other things and other services. Yeah. And now here I am about six months later, and Crunchyroll is still active. But that's, like, four, do four or $5 a month. Like, Dude, yeah. For my concerned. Right. Well, for me, it's, like, when I do, re like, let's say I had full intentions of canceling like let's say I have full intentions, full intentions of canceling Disney Plus, right? But for me, this happens to me all the time. Like I'll remember it at the worst time ever. I'll remember it like when I'm in the middle of like a work meeting, and then by the time yeah. the work meeting's done, I've already forgotten about it. Yeah, exactly. But here's what I'm planning on doing with Disney Plus. I forgot about it like when my one first month like charge went through. I'm just gonna buy the year of Disney Plus for like seventy five bucks. Yeah, I, like it's the price of a game. It's like a little bit more than a price of a game, but seventy-five bucks for a year. I'm just gonna pay the pay the price and let the year play out. Like <clears throat> I know after December, like when the Mandalorian ends, I'm probably gonna watch Disney Plus a lot less. But who knows? I maybe I'll watch a lot more because I can watch all of some like Star Wars and stuff that's all right there. I can I don't have to like go through and pull discs out of. Yeah, you're a big movie guy though. Like, I want to dive in. Like, I haven't looked at, looked through Disney Plus enough to know where everything is. Like, you have options to add things to a list. I haven't found my watch list yet. I haven't found my previous watched items yet. So, like, I also haven't really played with the app that much. I've gone on, I'm like, oh, look, Mandalorian, click. Well, yeah. according to Jeff Goldblum, click. Oh, I can go to my tab over to the Star Wars selection. Okay, what do I want to watch? I watch Rogue One, click, watch fucking, I watch Rogue One. Yeah, see, this, that's the thing right there, too. Is like, okay, the world according to Jeff Goldblum, Sporky asks a question. Those seem like things that are probably hilarious and I would love to watch, but I do not want to pay $7 a month when I am pretty certain that those would be the only things I watch. And like, I can get pretty similar content for free by watching 15 second ads on YouTube, you know? Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, what really sold it for me is. When I seen Toy Story 1, 2, and 3 were on there, I was like, I'm in. I'm so in. <laughs> See, yeah, and, like, I'm not really a big guy. I'm not either, so... but, like, it's kind of what Trevor was saying. It's the nostalgia of it. Because, obviously, I've seen Toy Story 1, 2, and 3 more times than I should ever announce to anyone. But, okay, let's say it's 75 bucks a year right let's just say or whatever mm -hmm. like are you willing to watch toy story one two and three for 75 dollars dude like no i mean because that's if you're, you're like you don't have to go and get the year that's just me and what i would want to do because the more i look at the disney plus app the more i'm finding things that <clears throat> i wanted to watch like the other night we were me matt my old nugget my roommate and connor we were all here and we were just playing minecraft and we watched, we like we had Aladdin playing in the background. We were just sitting here watching, playing Minecraft. Yeah, see, like, 
I I respect that, and I'm not throwing shade at anybody that like likes Disney stuff, wants to buy Disney Plus, mm-hmm. but like Aladdin, I just couldn't give two shits about it. Mm-hmm. Like I don't like that movie. I yeah, don't right. like The Lion King. Like I just don't like those movies. There's a few Disney movies that I really like. I really like Pixar stuff, yeah. but like I'm not gonna buy something for seven dollars a month that I'm only gonna use here and there. You know, well, I can get you, what you're you saying. And you, yeah. Even Spotify, yeah. like I listen to music far more than I watch movies, and yeah, I barely use Spotify still. Yeah, then maybe, like then like Disney Plus isn't for everyone. Like yeah, you have a like we've had this thing where we're going and watching the Star Wars movies together as they're coming out. But you're not, if you're like you don't pay the seven dollars a month to watch like to go to watch at your own pace. You have friends that have to come over and watch. We can watch yeah Mando and stuff here and like well, yeah, that's like just... another good thing about it. Like. It's uh that six ninety nine allows you to have four profiles, like four people playing it at once. So if you really wanted to get super optimal with it and you shared it with three other friends, now you're paying two dollars a month, which is twenty four dollars a year. Other side. It's yeah. not more. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, like I know there's like a big thing going around like profile sharing and not and like Well I looked it up. Oh, that it's they allow it to have four devices playing at once. Yeah, and that's one thing that's I really hope that like companies don't do away with profile sharing because yeah, there are some people, but they're still getting money off of it. They're still getting their money. Granted, granted, they're not getting as much money if uh, they are like each single person playing it, but then they well, also have the the accounts and profiles. Like, what's the point of having accounts and profiles if? This isn't happening. Yeah, here's how I think it'd, it'd be dumb to get rid of profile sharing because if the only reason I'm gonna watch, let's just say the only reason why I watch Disney Plus is because you're paying for it, uh huh. Then if you don't let me profile share, then I'm just still not gonna pay for it. I just won't watch it then. So yeah. they, don't you want more eyes on your product, whether I pay for it or not? Because yeah. if I'm paying for it, and then let's say I get hooked, and then you stop paying for it for some reason, maybe I'll go continue it on my own because now I'm hooked. They want their, they mm. want eyes on there. It's just like advertising. Like putting an advertisement on a billboard is not guaranteed that people are going to go to your stuff. But exactly. their eyes are on it, and now it is basically permanently in the back of your head that you've seen yeah, that that's, billboard. Yeah, that's true, but it, like... At the same time, like, you know, do you really want to be giving something out for, okay, let's say, let's use like the four, the four man example. So one person pays for it, but four people watch. That means 75% of your service is for free Mm -hmm. in a way, you know, and like, so like how much advertising do you really give a shit about to give away your product for 75% off to like the entire world? Well, here's, it kind of goes back to what I was just saying. Like what if those other three, if they can't share, then what if they just like for me, let's just use you and me as an example, Joe, like I'm paying for it. Let's say I gave you an account. So you're not paying anything and you're watching it, but let's say I didn't give you that account. And then you're just like, well, if I don't get it for free, I'm not going to watch it. So it's not like they were going to pay for it anyway. You know, like at this point, they're just getting more eyes on it. I see what you're saying, but like, and also, like, thing, do you well, think? So let's say, hold on. Let me let me mm-hmm. take that point though, really quick, and make a counterpoint. Okay. So like, let's say that that scenario is true. 
and let's say that like yeah i am watching it for free on your account like how much money do you think they're gonna make off of me now that like i've watched toy story like how many t-shirts am i gonna buy you know what i mean like i just i feel well i feel like it'd be more than you would think on that you know if if you if you're gonna go to this if you're gonna go to the mall later on today let's say you're going to the mall at five o'clock and so it hits noon you have nothing better to do so you're going to sit on your couch and you're going to get on your Disney Plus for free and you're going to watch Toy Story. And you're going to laugh okay. because of nostalgia Toy Story, right? And it's just a great movie even without nostalgia. Of course. Now you go to the mall at five and you're walking around and you just so happen to see a Toy Story t-shirt or a Toy Story hat. You're more inclined to buy that now that you just recently watched it. Yeah, I'm. you're right. I'm more inclined to, but like... How it's much just, more? You know what I mean? I mean, even that just a little percent know. more. Like, they're making enough of a margin that it's okay. But my other point, though, is most of these shows are old shows that they've already made their money's worth. Like, they've made their money's worth off a of Toy Story already by a million. Now they're just continuously shaking the Toy Story piggy bank. Okay. I like, Yeah, they're shaking ham. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. They're shaking hammy, and they're just getting yeah. free money out of... A movie that is way past dead, and now I it's guess not that's dead a good anymore. point. Yeah. yeah, that is a good point. I will concede of, to that. You also gotta think of maybe there's something like they're getting so much, or like I don't even know if it's possible for them to be making so much after each, off of like a certain percent of viewing off each thing on these streaming services. So, no, they're not because it's their own brand. Yeah. Well, yeah. So they're not going to make money off of each view. Like Netflix, for example, I think that they can make money off of each view if, like, like Disney's paying, like if Disney's paying Netflix, which is totally the exact opposite. But if Disney was Disney was playing Netflix to show the Avengers, then maybe they're getting paid per view. But I don't uh-huh. think that's how that works. Plus, it's the exact opposite. Like Netflix was paying Disney to get their movies. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know about all that, but. Um, I do kind of think that it's an interesting idea to like kind of because subscriptions are huge right now. So like the whole pay-per-view thing is kind of an interesting idea or even with Spotify. Like what if instead of a subscription, it was like you just had premium, but like you only paid for as much music as you listen to. Mm -hmm. So like every song you listen to is like, you know, 10 cents. Well, and another thing like maybe that's a little high. I think I think. I'm going to finish with this note unless obviously you guys can have a counter to it, but they're like, they're also any, every subscription is doing this. They're banking on the fact that you're going to forget about that subscription and continue to pay for it, or they're going to bank on the fact. So this is six ninety nine a month. It's $7. If you forget about Disney plus and it slips through and you pay $7 for the month, right? You're not going to go throw a fit and demand a refund. You're like, well, I lost $7. That's not the end of the world. And if mm-hmm. 10,000 people do that, they just made $70,000 that month for free. Yeah, it's not It's it's not like... You know what I'm like, saying? Let's say Netflix where you're, there's like the $15 service. Yeah, exactly. It's, like, oh, it's $7. Bucks. I'm out on. Yeah, if you forget to cancel it on your first month and you just pay for it again, you'd be like, oh, well, like I'll cancel it next month. You know, yeah. so they're making money just off of that alone. And like I said earlier, it's these are all print like ninety five percent of these movies are dead movies that you're just watching again, even though you probably have it on a DVD and 
your basement. You just don't want to dig it up. Yeah. Like like me, I could walk two feet to my right currently, grab one of the Star Wars movies off the shelf, or one of the Marvel movies, because I think I have them all over there, mm-hmm. put it in my PlayStation, and watch it. Yep. But I guess I am just that kind of guy that would do that, though. Yeah. Instead, but... Like, I'm just like, I'm going to keep my seven bucks, dude. Like, yeah, I'm just going to keep it. But instead, I'm more willing to go into Disney Plus and turn on the movie so I don't have to eject the game I'm playing in my console. Yeah, yeah. so that's another thing. It's just easier to not have to eject discs, keep track of cases, leave your case out. How many times as a kid has your mom had to yell at you to take your movie out of the dvd player put it back in the case and put the case back on the shelf now these divorced moms with four kids can be like oh you don't have like they don't have that's one less thing to clean up <laughs> you know but i will say as a as, as a cinephile i really like when i look back at my shelving just seeing my wall of just cases of just like movies Brings you a certain amount of pleasure. Yeah, like that makes me happy. I've got a, it's not a large. It's a collection. collection, I have have a collection of movies. That's like looking at my bookshelf, all my books and stuff on it. Because being able to, yeah. Then when people buy, sorry, go ahead. Just being being able to look at it and be like, oh, seeing all the side art and everything and (coughs) stuff like that. It's a good feeling. I I like it. And when people come over and they like look (laughs) at your collection of movies, you know. There's certain movies that people are just going to be like, damn, that's a good movie, dude. Yeah. That's a cool one to have in your collection. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's movies up there that I've seen 10,000 times that I've picked up because I like it. <clears throat> oh, sorry about that. I, I'm still, I've been sick and still coming off of it. And I guess I just aggravated my throat a little bit. I'm good. That happens. <laughs> all right well um if you guys are not opposed i think that's probably a a good place to wrap then um dalton do you want to start us off by giving us some some plugs dude you can find me on twitch youtube and twitter all at rudy patootie that is about it yeah that's it i mean i did make a tiktok just to troll (laughs) <laughs> but I did definitely get addicted to it for a short period of time. You know, I've been uh, I've been watching some of those. They're kind of funny, but my, I uh, I don't my... know if I'm gonna stick with that. But that's also Rudy Patootie, if you care. Eh. I don't know, maybe. <laughs> that, that's your call. It. The favorite one I've that uh, you've made so far that popped up is the uh, thermostat, right? One... The thermostat one was good. Yeah, that, that was good. It was the uh, one with the what is it? The, the, the... It's the one with like the preachers and like the uh, the Christians and atheists. Atheist. Yeah, yeah. The, the atheist one. Yeah, that one, was, lip a, sync. that one was pretty good. I didn't understand that one actually, to be honest with you. I got it. It's funny. It's just a funny lip sync with a little kid. Oh, okay. Maybe it's just being, you know, that kind of in that religious position myself. I'm like, oh, I see what you did there. I thought it was great, dude. I got, that's actually my most liked and most viewed TikTok by like 20 times. I will not make a TikTok, Dang. but I will watch them if they pop up in my general direction. Trevor. Uh, you, you can find me in. Twitter, Instagram, everything at Octopus Inc. Blocks, blots. Ugh, can't talk today. That's what it's always been. It's never going to change. That's me, baby. Octopus Inc. Blots. Octopus Inc. Blots. And uh, you can find me as well. I'm on Twitter um, at ROE Tengu. And you can also follow us at 
R-O-E-O-R-G. That's at R-O-E-Org. And uh, you can also find our podcast, of on- course, on YouTube. If you're listening on YouTube, please leave a comment and a thumbs up on the video. And we are also on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, and Radio Public. And if you made it to the end of the video, just subscribe. I mean, Honestly, if you listen you to this committed. whole thing. Yeah. yeah, you committed hard. Subscribe. <laughs> Please do it. This is now. free. It's not six ninety nine a month. Just commit. Yeah. You're yeah, it's free to subscribe. Us. That's yeah, a great point. Subscribe. Just send us some love. All right. Please pet your dog. Well, thank you so much for listening, everybody. And this is Running on Empty. Signing off. Love you. <laughs>